This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Okay, welcome to. Well, it's a very special one, this, isn't it? Again, we had one just before Christmas, but this isn't. Should we call? Should we say an amalgam? Yeah, yeah. Should we say an amalgam, Preno? Yeah. I haven't introduced yeah. you. Yet. No. Uh, it is an amalgam. It's a. It's yeah. a. It's a poetry in Alley La Rouge motion. Again, again, <laughs> revisited twenty twenty part two. Um, it's but but it's a different one. It's a different one. I guess to, uh, imagine this is a friendly boxing match, and in the blue corner. We've got, uh, well, Echo, can I, can I call you a stalwart, Preno? Uh, I've been here long enough, yeah, veteran, whatever. Part yeah. of the woodwork, oh, uh, part oh, of the woodworm. Yeah. Uh, it is Dave Prentice, how are you, my friend? I've been You're called okay. a lot worse in the last few weeks, so yeah. Go Undeservedly, mate, you're yeah. a legend. Uh, legend, and of course, legendary Blues fan as well, pal, aren't you? And, uh, Go back a long way with the Blues, yeah, 1975, my first game. Uh, 1975. Old enough to remember seeing Everson win at Anfield. Well, that's, oh, that's he's cracking on. That's then, old, yeah. He's cracking on. Eighty-four or ninety-nine was the last time. Dear there me. was. Yeah. I think I was there myself. Believe century. it or not. Uh, alongside him, Mark Nixon. Mark, uh, you've you've made the Howard's Way. Well, movie. no, I've been involved with a couple of the guys who have sort of made the film Howard's Way, and since the Howard's Way uh, film was uh, released, they've decided to release the single off it, an original song, and there was a gang of us who were involved with Ever- for Everton and the community and. Um, a single got released just before Christmas, which was a bit of a tricky one with the you know state of the the sort of ongoings on the pitch for Everton. And um, but Keith uh, Mullen, um, Peter's compadre from the farm, has written original music for the film. He um, never told us about this, didn't he? No, well, it's the first I've heard of it. Well, the thing that's is, that's why I've done a solo venture. That's why. That's why they're going to the court. I mean, I know he always got as being his born a probably Peter and the lads because Peter let. Keith used the All Together Now song, you know, in 95, really, and it's technically not an Everton song. So we've always need, we haven't had a new song for yeah, a long time, yeah. have we? We do like our songs after Here We Go and <clears throat> Forever Everton. So we've actually got I a new song called Everton Forever. Actually, they uh, actually had already recorded it before yeah. they even asked us. Okay. But Keith sang on it. But um, I was going to say no. But then someone said, well, it's me dad actually, he's been a season ticket holder since the 60s, and Amphia said, well, if you don't let the music, you're a bit of a hypocrite, aren't you? Because it's all about all together now and no man's lands. <laughs> that's, that's dad's for you, isn't it? <laughs> you just kick him in with, 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 with words. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll get, we'll we'll get, get talking that about that in a second, but obviously we have to... Well, we don't have to, but we want to introduce... Yeah, we want to talk about last night. We want to introduce oh, yeah. Peter Newton alongside oh, yeah. me on, on my right-hand side. Fellow Reds. So we've got two Reds, two Blues, nice and fair. Uh, let's kick off uh, with last night because... Um, Sheffield United came to Anfield uh, it's like every team coming to Anfield every team Liverpool playing at the moment obviously uh, want to be the ones that, that, that stop stop this incredible run um, it was an incredible performance last oh, night Pete won it it was, it was amazing it's gone to the point now with Liverpool where superlatives yeah we've uh, run out well, well they've been, out. But they're being replaced with fact that, that's yeah, the yeah. thing isn't it the facts and the stats of that football match last night mm. the first I think the first team in history to complete over 960 passes in a, in a yeah. In, in, in a game of football. It was just an extraordinary kind of second well, game. Well, it was on people, up to it? Joe on Twitter last night. It was 874. And then BT Sports said they were completed passes, but BT Sports said there was 969 attempted passes. But they've taken that off the off the Twitter feed now, so I don't know. Mm. But I think there was a attempted. lot of passes. Let's was, just do yeah. that. Yeah. But that it was, was like, uh, that would be a Premier League record, yeah. uh, the 969. But... It was just, it was the manner of the performance, wasn't it? Because you thought Sheffield United, the set up to, you know, uh, to have a go, uh, an attack. 
And Liverpool just and Wilder said that after the game, didn't he? he said you just got to look. He said forget all academy coaches, yeah, yeah. forget about all that. Just look at the way Liverpool played last night. And it, even for us, if we witnessed the seventies and eighties teams, you know, we were all in awe as well. You know, it was an incredible performance, and I, I, I think even you know a lot of long-standing Blues fans would look at it and say it, it was an incredible. performance. It was. You've got to try and look at it with a little bit of perspective and I thought Sheffield United because I've seen him at Goodison only yeah. a month or so ago and came and did a real job on yeah, us yeah. and I thought they were a little bit too respectful at times of Liverpool um, not a single yellow card in the game which is a bit unusual I know the game has changed nowadays but you'd expect them to be a little bit more intense with the pressing and stuff but Liverpool passed the balls I was going to say so well Firmino's passing wasn't at its best last night but generally the slickness and the speed and the pace which Liverpool were passing the ball and they're becoming a side now that you know you just absolutely trust them in every single match mm, mm, mm. and so what should be a tricky game becomes like almost like a routine home win and you know, we're obviously desperately yeah. hoping that you're all knackered and you're going to play a gang of reserves on Sunday now because, you know, <laughs> so I'll take that intensity away. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, that, you know, sort of front, that first 11, it's just, I'm old enough to remember the 78-79 team and for me, that's the best out there. You know, the team that conceded, what was it, 16 league goals in a 42-match season. That mm. was phenomenal. Yeah. But this side deserves at least parity with it at the mm. moment. Mm. And if you go on to achieve what you think you might achieve this mm. season, it could become the best of all time. It could become the best of all time. Mm. And, I th- and I think it's grounded in hard work as well, isn't it? Because you yeah. look at the Liverpool side and say, you know, they've got great players and they've got they've got skillful players, but they've got it's hard work, isn't it? Yeah, if you look yeah. at if you look at how they cover positions when they're out of place, or yeah. they allow Trent and they allow Robertson to go for because mm. there's coverage. I mean, the the, the, the Grand Mane covers is just it's yeah. extraordinary. Isn't it? He's the one player I desperately hope is rested on the uh, the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many great players in that team, but if he's not PFA Player of the Year this mm. season, mm. it's got to be Van Dijk because you know well, the two, they're the two of them, aren't they? If oh, one of them gets yeah. injured, that's possibly the only. They're the only two. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it gets, or Van Dijk it gets to the point. Where I was watching it. I was watching pressure. it at home with my kids, and it gets to the point now where if there just seems to be a, an isolated shot of of Van Dijk wincing slightly, my kids go, "Oh no!" It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or Mane yeah. sort of feeling his ankle. Yeah, yeah well, Gomez yeah. had a challenge, didn't he? And he collided yeah. together, didn't he? And yeah. Van Dijk fell awkwardly, and we all, "Oh no!" It's like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's going to be injured. Well, the next two games, what is it? Spurs and United after yeah, that yeah, as well. Yeah. So yeah. you know, again, games that you'll go into as favourites. <clears throat> you'd imagine you'll have a test in each of those games so you yeah, need to be definitely. absolutely you know, flying still definitely. how much of it do you think now is, is getting back to that thing of, of, of like you just pointed out uh, Dave when Sheffield United came um, I, thought he, I thought he I thought he attempted to get stuck in they were leaving yeah. feet in quite a bit they were, they were trying to they were trying to press and then it just fell apart but how much of that now is down to this this sort of infamous thing that, that United had for the decade, whereas you sort of half beat before you come out. It's, it's a little bit, yeah, the reputation that the team has created by the quality of their performances over the last 12 months. Yeah. But it sounds like a bit of a cliche. It, it is the power of Anfield. And I know the pair of us hate well, that kind of thing, but it's true. Well, it, yeah. it is true. And it was a three minutes, the first goal one yeah. went in. So yeah. you haven't quieted the crowd, have you? No. So no, if you It's an aura. How many place. times have they scored well, a goal in the real first Real fans said last season? night, didn't yeah. he? In the post-match analysis, he said he feels like teams are coming there, like they used to come to all sides. Yeah. They were beaten already. Yeah. Yeah. And, and did at Anfield back yeah. in the old days, didn't yeah. he? And then for that whole, that kind of decade that United had it, where you felt, and in similar ways, where United had scored in the last minute. And it's always, you always felt like when you were a kid growing up watching United mm. or, or that particular period of Ferguson, you always felt like they were going to pull something yeah. out the bag. And it's kind of, 
that's kind of how Liverpool are at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. You feel like no matter how poor they're playing, no matter, yeah. you know, it, 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 they do obviously play better in some games than others, but they seem to just be able to come up but with a solution. That, that, that is what Klopp has created. That's part of his genius is what he's done. And I've, I've spoken about this a few times with lads in the office, going back to that West Brom game where we all mocked him for mm. taking the team down to celebrate the late equaliser in a 2-2 draw. Yeah. Yeah. But it was... Because at the time they were doubters, they weren't believers, yeah, and he yeah. wanted you know yeah. people not to be leaving early to actually believe yeah. in the team always, yeah. and they started to buy into that and started to believe it. And prior to that, the atmosphere had been a bit up and down at Anfield, mm. Mm. and almost from that point onwards, there's been like this them and us, you know. So the yeah. team are with the fans, yeah. and when you have both of those two elements together, it creates this fairly unstoppable force. Yeah. And, you know, he's at it again last night, Klopp. He's talking about, OK, I might make changes at the weekend. What did he say? I need the fans <coughs> to leave their soul on the pitch yeah. on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, 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 he yeah. knows there's going to be 8,000 Evertonians down yeah. there yeah. at Danny Road. Yeah. So mm. he wants an absolute mental mm. atmosphere, which again helps the players that he does select, mm. you know, so create this atmosphere, create this aura. It's it's, it's great management. It's going yeah. to be an interesting selection, isn't it? Because he, he did, like you say, yeah. he did make strange little, little hints yeah. and tips about what he was going to do. He basically said he's got his own opinions, but also the 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 the, the medical, medical staff, staff yeah. will yeah. will also come yeah. up with it. So obviously he's, hinting that there are because Naby Keita, who seemingly is made entirely out of crisps, <laughs> yeah. um, mm-hmm. pulls a groin in, in, yeah. in warm up. So he's a, just when he's starting to get going again. It's yeah, I mean you know couldn't believe it. You know because he was yeah he was having a great little run, wasn't he? But. You know, it tends to be, you know, that it's in it, when a player becomes of this reputation of being yeah. injury prone, like Brian Robson was always in yeah. all the time, wasn't he? Uh, I think it's hard to get, you know, to get away from. Do that. you think but that becomes a mental thing then? Do you think with some players because he always he's said done his growing, he's he done as well. growing, hasn't he? Having a shot, you know, what yeah. are you doing having shots? Yeah. Then you know yeah. why you, yeah. you're yeah. supposed to be warming you're up. Supposed to be you know? warming up. It's, but I mean, I mean, I remember somebody saying to me once, a medical staff saying that you've got to remember the footballers are like footballers are like resources. Yeah, they don't. Their the, the sinews, their their limbs, their muscles don't work in the same way. They're so they're so trained to be on the cusp all the time. The, the so slightest some, thing some players mentally as well can yeah. play with you know, 70%, 80% yeah. fitness. Yeah. You know, they can yeah. play with injuries. Some players can't. I think that's, that's, a, that's, that's very true. It needs to be absolutely well, 100%. Well, Robert Robinson's playing yeah. with his, uh, his ankle. He's, yeah. his, it stiffens up, doesn't he? He's, yeah. It loosens off during the match. During the match. And then but, you know, he's got to get a real good warm-up. Mm. And you look at you look at like a Milner who you could literally mm. you know, yeah. know wherever he plays. I mean, it was it two years ago at the Derby? He played left back at Goodison. Oh, he was yeah. the best player on the pitch. What a, what a he played in the entire he's season at left great. back. He's been an incredible. Well, if you want a penalty taker, he's the man, and he? he's unbelievable. You know, professional. I, I, I think you should play the team that went to uh, Villa Park in the Carabao Cup. I yeah, I think I'd be pleased to see that player. Do you think we beat you? We got a draw. Probably won't take you back to Goodison. You rested for the last Derby, didn't you? But this is the thing, though, isn't it? Because Origi plays. Yeah, I mean he's. We're cursed with him, aren't we? He's yeah. another one. It's yeah. well, again, that's what you've got. You've got, you've got a kind of a squad player, if you like. The, yeah. The, 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 well, he comes in on his own. Doesn't he? Yeah. he scores well, he, big goals? Doesn't he? he scores yeah. big goals. He said last night, didn't he? Club. He said we got fourteen fit players and the kids. Yeah. yeah. So he's more or less getting people prepared, isn't he? I think yeah. to be far. I mean, six, seven. Changes, some of them kids, know? Curtis Jones and people like that. They, they, you could argue they're ready anyway. They, yeah, they, yeah. they are. They are great players on the cusp of of making first senior appearances, aren't they? It's just a pity the likes of Shakiri is, is out yeah. and that, you know, because he would have been a definite, wouldn't he? Mm. Lovana would probably play, wouldn't he? Yeah. But um, it is. Kaita would have played, I think. Yeah, yeah. Know, it is an interesting one because he does have that, whether he likes it or not, and whether he cares about it or not, he does have that not being beaten at Anfield by Everton for a while going on, doesn't yeah. he? And, and whether or not that factors, whether or not Klopp what? does kind of want to try and preserve as much as he can. Yeah. It's probably a game nobody wants. We don't really want to go to you. Yeah. Obviously not. 
And you probably want to rest the whole team. And I think, yeah. and I think, to be so, honest with you, and I think, uh, speaking from a Reds point of view, um, the Ancelotti appointments, which we'll talk about in a second, mm. which, which I mean, we all had a laugh and a joke about that. He's not yeah. going to go there. He wants to. You know, <laughs> well, that's, we're all surprised. Wants, <laughs> but yeah. what, what an acquisition! What, what, what an incredible kind of uh, appointments, and, and one that I think Liverpool fans mm. have gone, oh well. Ancelotti's got a checkered past with Liverpool in, in a way. He's, he's, he's one of them people who. You could argue if if he knows how to beat Liverpool, it's him. He's 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 always, you know, whether it's with, been with Milan or whether yeah. it's been with, yeah. with, with with Napoli in recent mm. years, mm. Uh, always seems to have to, uh, have the Just sort of uh, the answers. Clock, certainly, yeah, so it's yeah. going to be an interesting yeah. one this derby because of the Ancelotti effect because uh, I think it's it's rekindled a lot of the oh, totally. I, I was introduced to him uh, at Goodison before is uh, the game he watched the. Um, well, after the Chelsea game, it's Arsenal. His first home yeah, game, and um, he, you know he was introduced to us, and I said, "Oh, you know, so lovely to meet you." Last time I actually spoke to you, I said, "You made me a very happy man." And he looked at me, you know, so because I was in Athens in 2007, yeah, yeah. and I said I was covering the Champions League final in Athens when you were the Milan boss. So he started laughing then, realised there was a blue. Uh, but it was it was an absolute coup when his name was linked. <clears throat> when we're talking about it, who could become the new Everton manager? The actually, you know, the wish list out there, you think, oh, if only a manager like Simeone, you know, so yeah, would, would consider yeah. this. And I mentioned Ancelotti, not for a second thinking. I knew things were a bit ropey with him at Napoli, but I thought, you know, he's ne- never going to be available, mm. nor come. Suddenly, he becomes available. Uh, suddenly becomes apparent that, you know, mm. he is interested in the yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. And you just think, wow, you know, he's an absolute mm. elite level manager. Mm. Right, you know, he's really up is. there, you yeah. know, with Klopp, with Mourinho, with, you know, sort of the great managers in Europe at the moment. His CV is incredible. I well, I was surprised Arsenal didn't go for him. Yeah, really, totally. and it's London. You think yeah. he goes to London? It could have just been, I think, here. the Arteta factor there, couldn't it? Mm. I think maybe Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal aren't ones. <clears throat> I, I always feel that like Arsenal are, are always looking at the budget and are always looking at oh, how much would he cost and how much. Would he? Mm. And I think the Arteta appointments possibly scuppered the idea of, of Ancelotti going in. I think it maybe and, and opened yeah. the door for for yeah for, for Everton. Really, wasn't it? Was mad surprised. that wasn't it? I mean, Arteta could potentially be a decent manager but he's never managed in his life no, it's he's a big just, big thing to do it's, it's a big gamble especially it is against, a gamble you're right first as, job especially against Arsenal fans who are you know they're, they're, they're not known for giving you big chances are they you know they're quite they're but quite impatient the, when it comes to the defence uh, needs sorting out doesn't it you yeah know? absolutely you see the stats of the day about Arsenal it's United you know they, um, they, they ran a lot more uh, they tackled a lot more right. just you know so it can't be just down to it's just can't be just down to the manager, can it? No. It's just the fact that the players go, oh, we'll, we'll play for yeah. it. Well, that's you know? it, yeah. There I is think they stop playing. And it's always out of a manager gets a sack. They have a go, don't they? The extraordinary thing... For the next game, they run more, they work thing about Emery was that when he came to... I nearly called him Dick Emery then. When he came to Arsenal, they were... It was a revolution, wasn't it? They were flying, they were suddenly up there. And it's an amazing thing. It's always fascinated me how that goes from a love to a hate or how it goes from what decision is made is a player dropped. They're talking about it now with Ryan Fraser at Bournemouth, aren't they? Saying he was mm. he wouldn't renew mm. his contract, so he was dropped, and then mm. Bournemouth are going down the pan a bit, and then it, and it, it makes you wonder uh, and appreciate actually the, the likes of the Jurgen Klopp's of the world who just can keep seem to just keep everything. Well, they keep everyone. They keep the lads happy who aren't playing as well. That's you know, and they all play with a smile, don't they? That's if the thing, that, isn't he it? He rubs it's off the, on it, the players. It's keeping the players he, that are playing like happy. Yeah, fellow, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, you know, was a. He's a bit like Martinez was at the time. Yeah. You know, I remember you saying to me, Peter, yeah. you know, he looks like a decent fella. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Well, the players fact, wanted to play for him at the time. From, yeah. He walked from Anfield, didn't he, to yeah. Goodison after the Hillsborough uh, yeah. Memorial, didn't he? And he walked across Stanley Park and I thought, yes. you know, yeah. that's the type of thing about, about Martinez yeah. you know, yeah. at that time. But 
I think it was a similar thing with him, wasn't it? Everton players just seen to down tools. Yeah, I don't know but, if it's true or not. Well, but well, it's when you talk about like man management, Jurgen Klopp before his first derby match, uh, we actually organised a set a sit down at the Echo with uh, um, Kevin Ratcliffe, who was a columnist of ours at the time, and John Aldridge. And the idea was to you know get the guys who've been through it and lived it all to tell him you know exactly what he can expect from his first yeah. Merseyside derby. And Rats went down there, you know, so on, mm. did his piece with him. And he came back here and I said, oh, God, then what was he like? He goes, you know what? I went down there wanting to hate him, wanting to think he was a fraud, thinking, oh, yeah, he's full of all nonsense. I loved the guy. I would yeah, have loved yeah. to have played for him. Yeah, it's it's and it is, you know, so he just has that, you know, demeanor, that personality that rubs off and inspires people. Yeah, yeah. And, and that, that seems to happen with, uh, with Wilder. Wilder, you know, he was like, last mm. night after the game, he was, he was just going, you know, this is... He was he was fulsome in his plays. It was I've a never seen, interview, wasn't it? I've never seen uh, a manager talk like that about another team or manager. Yeah. yeah, and it just shows you know that you know Klopp has that effect. I think on people, doesn't he? You know? It is an interesting one, isn't it? And it's and it's an interesting because if you look at from an outsider looking in, Ancelotti doesn't seem to be that kind of manager. He he doesn't seem to me a, 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 a huggy arms no. round you manager. So to me, but but and yet an incredibly successful manager. Mm-hmm. So you wonder what he brings. To management that, that that differs from the from, yeah. from the hand yeah. you know the arm around the player. Yeah, well, that, for me, I, since like Moyes has gone, we had his defence didn't we for two or three years? Well, up to when Jagielka yeah. went, so we were still living off the back of that really. And he brought in Lukaku, uh, Martinez. Since he's gone, we've sort of not replaced him. Yeah. The defence was leaking goals, and we've sort of slowly mm. losing our identity. What? Nobody knows what we're trying to Ancelotti's do. Yeah. Ancelotti's known for, so for, for tight defences as well. We need a coach, really, to coach the players we've got. Yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah, it's yeah. Instead of buying another three yeah, or four, yeah. let's see what we've got. Like, so you expect to... Well, I thought... But I mean, just to defend... You so, well, some of us... I mean, you know, Benitez has been at your place, but someone like him or Ancelotti, who's a You would have had coach, Benitez, would you? Well... I don't know. Yeah. But he's a, wherever he's gone, he's been an interesting position. <laughs> I've, I've been banging that drum for a long time. I've been right there. Yeah, you've got I mean, to say, who, who would you. We checked, we checked it out with his who's people. Who's going to coach and they said, Yeah, he'd be interested, you know, yeah. so he would come in. But when I mentioned it to people at Everton, it was like I told him to go and jump off the pier. Yeah. It was like, nah, no way on God's yeah, earth yeah. is that going to happen. So it was always a non starter. I heard it was a lot closer than people thought. Yeah. I heard, and certainly that Rafa was interested in the job. Oh, he was interested, but, but, he's but very I think. committed to China. Yeah, there were people at Everton would never have considered it. So. Well, it's a funny one that because it would have un- completely undone uh, uh, all the legacy, the legacy, the entire legacy. <laughs> he's, he's still loved at Anfield, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, it was certainly loved. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, when yeah. he was on the Monday Night Football, he almost was Come and get asking me. for the job. Was it was a very yeah. strange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was a very strange one. Talking of managers, and uh, I think somebody put it on Twitter today. It's, there's been this thing because of the end of the decade, beginning of the decade, end of the decade, there's been photographs and stuff. There's a My favourite one at the moment was a beginning of the decade and I had a Freddo bar for 15 pence and at the end of the decade, £87. Pound. <laughs> the, the legendary state of the Freddo bar, but, but what an interesting one somebody had come up with last night was um, uh, almost, I think it was nine or almost ten years ago, they, was, they were watching Liverpool uh, and Maxi Rodriguez late goal and, 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 yeah, and yeah. Roy Hodgson wow, standing yeah. there rubbing his face in the, in the dugout and, and, and how this team well, has come on since well yeah. 2009 we were on the streets weren't we yeah. on the streets demonstrating and that, that's yeah. how far that's it's we were come three on, weeks you know? away from administration yeah, yeah. Yeah. well the last derby we won was in 2010 and uh, I remember that the Roy Hodgson one where he actually came into the press room afterwards he played well, and yeah. said it was the best performance <laughs> of his tenure oh, yeah. and that you was, know everyone was like gobsmacked yeah. and some, he ended up having an argument with a Scandinavian journalist at the front of the press room yeah. and as he was walking away I remember him Henry Winter who was like a good pal of his like followed him out mm. and uh, I could hear him saying to Henry saying uh, 
we weren't that bad today, were we, really, Henry? Yeah, yeah. And Henry's like, obviously, a pal of his. He goes, well, you weren't great, really, yeah, Roy. You weren't great. He was championed <laughs> by Danny Murphy, wasn't he? If you remember, yeah. Roy Hodgson, to yeah. get him the job at uh, Anfield. And, and, like, yeah. So every time I see Danny Murphy pontificating on the telly, yeah. you got Hodgson. Because yeah. if you look through that summer, mm. it was all, he, he was great at Fulham. And great days at Fulham, Despite the huge uh, Everton petition to have him stay on in the 10 years. <laughs> but it, you, when uh, it was interesting to see your team of the year uh, oh God, uh, yeah. and there was no Everton players in it. No, we talked about that before, you know, before we came in and I got a lot of flack for it, but still absolutely stand by it. Yeah. Because the only one position that I was probably slightly, you know, sort of torn by was left back because Lucas Dean is Everton's player of the season. He is, yeah, and this is a calendar year. It's not over the season. Yeah. It like goes back to January. Uh, but Andy Robertson has been so ridiculously so good, consistent yeah, yeah, yeah. all season long yeah. and his stats, you know, are better than Lucas Dean's in terms of assists, in terms of, you know, sort of clean sheets, etc. Yeah. My lad took me to task. He said, I should have put Richarlison in ahead of Roberto for me. You know, no, I, can't, no, I couldn't no, have that. No, no. That's the innocence of youth talking there. Yeah, yeah. Um, if he stayed on his feet a bit longer, it, but it, it, it's just, it's just, you, didn't, you don't name subs, do you? No. So that's why. Yeah. No, I, I could have thrown a few on the subs bench, maybe. Yeah. But but you put, said put on Twitter yesterday. Put the Harrison player in would be patronising. It'd be like yeah, I'm putting yeah. him for the sake of it. Yeah, it's professional. It's professional. You said on Twitter yesterday, but the manager would be Carlo Anchoa. I went for that because one more than the air, yeah. Long may that continue. Can I, uh, <laughs> can I take issue with that? <laughs> Feel free. It, it, it is an interesting thing. We'll, do, we'll, we'll talk about Ancelotti just a little bit more and then we'll, and then we'll move on to things really. But he, he, one of the things about Ancelotti is he doesn't hang around long. That's that, that's 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 yeah, something yeah. that there is. Is that in the back of your mind? Is never Tony? He's a two he's a two year ten year man, really. I suppose it? so. Well, I suppose Mourinho's the same, but he goes in and causes havoc, doesn't he? He usually gets he's uh, doing it again, success. isn't he? Yeah. But then he what. What does he leave the state of the club in? Yeah. The likes of us, you know, how would we sort of recover from that? We wouldn't be able to get Mourinho, but it'd be interesting to see. I think, won't I, it? I think in Ancelotti, you've got someone measurably better than Mourinho. Yeah. Has he been, has he had a job so far where he's gone into a mid table team? He's always gone to like a Chelsea or a fourth or this fifth is a, this with is really the good players with big to make the next you, step. Yeah. I think so, Napoli, he was forced out by, you know, so sh- shall we say, a, a controversial president. Yeah. And I think the fact that he has achieved so much and he's on such a big contract at Everton, absolutely. I think he will be given time. I just think they'll allow him to, you know, sort of build yeah. a team. And, you know, I don't think. It's a concern that, you know, he doesn't hang around long at clubs, but they've been because of the type of the clubs he's been at. Yeah, true enough. I mean, the Chelsea thing, you can argue, he won the league and then he got sacked the next year. and he won the double. Uh, and, and was sacked mm. the, and the, the Napoli thing was about the uh, the fans and the, yeah. and the owner yeah. winner because the, all, the players went on strike, basically. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, so it's obviously big fallouts there, isn't it? But they? then, you know, if he picks up the phone in January to a top player, a centre-forward... They want more chance to come. We've got more well, chance think, to get him. I, I, I think that is him asking. That is definitely one of we, the. We what, haven't replaced Lukaku. You know, no well, he's we talking else. about insignia or someone like that. I mean, you know, you've got a foot in the door there anyway. Yeah. With, with some of the players he's got at Napoli, for yeah. him to be able to pick up the phone and say, "Do you fancy coming?" It's an interesting one. Again, you know, and and, and Kula Bali's the one I've always. Kula Bali. I mean, I've been screaming. You know, you just don't get him. I hope you don't get them. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, he's, he's, he's just got the edge on Michael Keane, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's an extraordinary player. Oh, Michael Keane. Yeah. 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 Not Roy Keane. Well, he, well he, had, he didn't have the best derby, did he, playing in the, the three at the back? No, he there. didn't. No, he didn't. He, he spoke, uh, uh, yeah, um, so you hope for the draw on Sunday? Well, Even against the kids? Even against the kids, yeah? Well, nah. Is it a replay yeah. or is it a ghost? It's a replay of the FA Cup, yeah. I mean, we've got 8,000 going, haven't we, so... 
I do, but that's what I particularly like about FA Cup derby it's, is the fact mm, it's a proper atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because, you know, we were old enough to remember like the days when it was genuinely split. You'd get yeah. fans mixing on the street yeah, and yeah. the cough. Yeah. And, you know, okay, you don't get the mixing at games now, but you get like a proper 8,000, you know, sort of Just way end. That proper atmosphere. You've blocked, the Mayside Police have blocked off the yeah, that's still road this, which, yeah. and, and moved the food bank to the Shankly Gates, which really, yeah. I think oh. is ridiculous. So it's OTT. For, you know, in my opinion, well, it's, you know. it's it doesn't. You know, it's it's sort of preempting trouble, isn't it? It's preempting mm. because it's making people feel uncomfortable before they, before the ball's yeah. been kicked. It, it, it creates like this ghetto mentality. Yeah, I've had, yeah, had this conversation does. years ago with Peter Robinson, uh, who was a you know, legendary Liverpool chief exec, yeah. uh, about you know, so where the trouble started in derbies because you know they, they were largely self policing affairs where you would have like loads of Everton fans on the cop, loads yeah. of Liverpool fans on the streets end, and if anybody started mm. kicking off. They'd be slapped down by you yeah. know so sensible people who were around them, and you never never got trouble, and it became a bit of a cliche the friendly derby. It was never friendly, but no, you know it no. was never like violent. Yeah. But it changed when it went all CISA. I think it was ninety two, yeah. ninety three, yeah. and I think um, Peter Robinson said that they reduced the capacity because they needed to because they needed to give more tickets to Liverpool fans. Yeah. So Everton went tip for tat and said, okay, we're reducing capacity. So it was only like two thousand, two and a half thousand. Mm. But mm. then get into there the derbies, they'd be in a little polarised section in a corner of the uh, mm. Bullens Road or you know mm. corner of the Annie Road, and you. Can Target them, you can pick yeah, on them, yeah, yeah. and it started to develop from there. This this edge, this nastiness, siege mentality. Yeah, you yeah. felt mm. you felt like an away fan going to Goodison rather in the yeah. past. You always felt yeah. like you know you, you're sitting with yeah. your mates. Yeah. Well, it was fifteen thousand yeah. Liverpoolians yeah. at Goodison and the same Evertonians yeah. at Anfield. And, you know, so I think the siege mentality has had a lot to do with the of the Premier League, isn't it really? Mm. But actions like that don't help. I don't think they, they do. They I think do, that yeah. increases the siege mentality. Of course, especially with the food bank moving. You know. The food bank's always outside the Anfield yeah. Road, you know, yeah. and why, why move it? You know, yeah. because the food bank goes to Goodison the yeah. next week, yeah. you know, it's the same food bank. Same people, it's like you do it, isn't it? It preempts trouble and becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy then. That's the problem, yeah. I think, yeah. you, you get people then, you'll get the stupid, the idiots going, ah, that's because we're going to kick off or whatever, and then you get the sensible people going, well, hang on a minute, we weren't going to, but why, yeah. are, you, why are you treating mm. us like this? It is mm. a ridiculous thing. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. You know, we're seeing this. Oh, we're seeing it in, in certain pockets of the grounds around the country. We're seeing these little, little mm. pockets of of, of race, racist, racial mm. abuse going on, yeah, and, yeah. and these things need to be stamped down. Yeah. The, F, the FA well, have long been, long since been slack on this kind of stuff. Well, what's happening on Sunday is similar to what's happening in, in Glasgow. People go yeah. go into a stadium from a, a, a route yeah. which is, you know, that the police will police, you know, and that's what they're expecting Everton fans to do. You know, come up. By, past the King Alley, up the Anfield Road, yeah. and going that way, you know, from Goodison, from the pubs around County Road, and that. But anyone who knows the score knows that troublemakers won't take that route. No, <laughs> it'll, it'll be somewhere yeah. else. You know, yeah. it's just ridiculous. You yeah. Know? yeah, it is. It is ridiculous, and 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 well, fingers crossed, nothing happens anyway. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and that, it's a it's a it's a game of football more than more than anything else. And Mark, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Howard's Wade, and let's talk about what you what your involvement in it and how it came about and stuff. Tell us okay, about that. Well, probably over the last. Probably ten years. Um, there's a gang, gang of guys who've been going to um, the Heritage Society, which David's part of. Um, before match days, that's at St Luke's uh, Church at the corner, where away teams and away fans and home fans will meet. And um, probably a gang of like-minded Evertonians, really. Uh, Peter's bandmate Keith Mullen, Dave Fahili, um Richie from the Everton Heritage. We'd all meet, and sometimes over the the period of time um, I've, I've been involved in going to a, a place which um, David's aware of which is a house on Goodison Road 
where Howard Kendall used to be going every oh, week. Pass, and all, yeah, Ray Pass yeah. I've been on there for 20 yeah. years. Yeah. So it got to a stage where when Moisey was the manager, a lot of the old players had come in there before the game. Was it, is it, is it like is a, a tennis out? Yeah, it's like a tennis out that's been knocked through. You bought yeah. one. Yeah. You got fed up with the fact that it was cheaper to buy a house. He had a box with a couple of lads a Goodison 20 years ago and it was cheaper. He had a row with, remember, there's a Cliff Finch. Yeah. who was there with Peter Johnson yeah, yeah. he wanted I think he wanted chicken and chips with one of his kids yeah. and he well we don't do that so anyway he, he, it was cheaper to buy a terraced house in Goodison Road than it was to get chicken to and chips a, no, to have, <laughs> yeah to have a box for the season at Everton yeah. so he bought the house knocked it through into one and there's 20 of us it's, you know we have like a two course scram and a bit of That's drinks and we're all like oh, that's quality and we're all yeah. blues and we have a good crack so over the years we've sort of gone over to the church um, the lads Peter, any of them, Andy Gray, Peter Reid, who've ever come back, have gone over. And then over a period of time, I think it was a guy in London, Rob Sloman, who's a documentary maker. I think he made a film about Seve Ballesteros. Mm. And he worked with Andy Gray at Sky. He, he was thinking, he's not, he's not from Liverpool, but he's always had in his mind that that team, he's a blue, had never had the recognition it deserved. You know, the 80, 85 team. Yeah. And obviously, sadly, Howard's not here anymore. And... Um, so he sort of, I think he'd approached Keith Mullen and Dave Feely, said, could we, you know, there's any chance we could sort of get something together? So um, he started sort of filming. He got a lot of the, the old, all the old team were involved. He's, um, I got all the old footage. And um, Keith has sort of done a soundtrack for the film, which is all the early 80s Liverpool stuff, which is like, this. in fact, I think Snelly was talking about the other day, he's done a programme yeah, on yeah, the, yeah. the second explosion of music after the Maisie beat you. Yeah, yeah. I downloaded that. So it was the time. Quality. So yeah. it's, unfortunately, we when we didn't win that double against Man United, that team really didn't get the credit. I mean, I know in the city is a blue, it's our, yeah. technically our best team <clears> we've had. But because we didn't win the double nationally, um, it's not really being recognised and not being documented. That I mean, and recently we've had some cracking documentaries about Notts Forest, uh, I believe, in Miracles. Yeah, that was great. The, yeah. yeah, it was great, wasn't it? And then the Dam United. Yeah. So uh, I think he wanted to put it together, really. And then, so we managed to go, we flew out to Australia to see Gary Stevens of all move around the world. I mean, David yeah. knows Andy Gray's in Doha, Peter Reid's um, still about. And they've managed to get every one of the team, well, the squad on it, with a lot of footage, but it's interspersed with the politics in the eighties. You know what was going on with the Toxteth riots. Of course, yeah. Obviously, growing up, I, I was born. I was born in '68, like so. It wasn't. I mean, you're we're a, a similar age. I'm no, a lot older. <laughs> so we're growing up, going to school with all our schoolmates. Yeah. You know, winning. You guys winning European cups, winning mm. the league every year. Yeah. So it wasn't easy being a blue. No. So then, when I would come back, and then we sort of start. Yeah. You know, we start. The start was really the Mill Cup final, wasn't it? Going down together to Wembley's Blues, that's on the film, which is great. We you seeing lads mm. uh, in the tranny vans, Blues and Reds, going yeah, down yeah, to yeah. Wembley, we all remember that. But that was the first almost, like, we can have a go against Liverpool here. We, well, Liverpool, we got the replay, didn't we? They were European champions. They were. They won. Well, and we, 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 we beat them three times that season, the Charity Shield yeah, yeah. and home and away. And it was, it was, to actually become the best, we had to beat the best team in Europe. Yeah. And, yeah, so over take it and we did briefly and 86 you know so yeah. you, you won't go into that yeah. <laughs> but as, was, I, as I would always said yeah. we got beat in the Mill Cup but it gave us the belief yeah. and then we went back again the big game was when we beat um, Southampton in the semi-final yeah. to get to the FA Cup in the same year 
And I would always said, and there's a bit of footage of him looking at the Royal Box, and that's the iconic picture. It's the first trophy, he said, was the one. It's a bit like last season for you lot, you know, winning yeah. that trophy. Once you get the first, you get the, first yeah, yeah. That's right. the players have got the it's hunger. Then you attract, we attracted Bracewell, didn't we? Yeah. But Howard was Bracewell quite brutally got Bracewell in. Yeah. And then, you know, the team was a bit like, you, we were just talking about your team before, about that 1-11. to 11. That team in 17, I mean, I'm a, a blue, but that team 79, was it with Phil Neal? No, oh, yeah. You know, Ray Kennedy, yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy Case, mm. it's picked itself, didn't it? And that was, we got that in 85. Mm. So to see it documented, it's been a long time coming, really. And it's, you know, it's... it's did he get every, did he get the whole team? Did the whole squad, the whole squad are on it. Yeah. You know, even like Alan Harper and Kevin Richardson, who were... They were bit part players, but yeah. they were important because they used to come in. If Kevin Sheedy got injured, yeah. you know, so Kevin Richardson come in, he went on yeah. and won the league with Villa, um, Arsenal, didn't he? Yeah. After yeah. he left Everton. You know, and they're the players, I and mean, Kevin Ratcliffe said it on the film, he, he, they were the players really yeah. when you've... It'd be like a read you really, he come on, didn't he, in the European Cup, and he yeah. scores the, yeah, you know, yeah, the winning yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. So, um, they, I mean, they were great times. So, obviously, the film's come out. We had a, gr- a great premiere at um, St George's Hall. St yeah. George's Hall. Um, the whole team were there. Mm. Um, they'd all flown over from all around the world. It was for Everton in the community. Karina Duffy had put it on. And uh, it was a fantastic night. Where can you see it, Lee? Well, it? it's come out on DVD. Um, and it's available on iTunes, Apple. Yeah, yeah. And you can download it and stream it. The, the, I think the Howard's Way film um, Twitter feed's got all the links which you can probably get it later but it's uh, I've blocked them have you blocked them <laughs> well that's not <laughs> fair we've had to watch your do- we've had to watch the Liverpool yeah. stuff over oh, the years open. one night in Istanbul and all that yeah. you know we're, we're used to it. But so it's, yeah. it, it, it's been nice really and then after the film um, people were sort of commenting on Keith's soundtrack yeah. which has got Soft Cell Madness oh great um, you were saying it's a great point you were mentioning before where it, where it, where it intersperses and links with the ups well, and downs well it's superb that. I mean because that's brilliant so Howard comes so the first bit is Mike Lyons I think 77 he comes they're talking to Mike Lyons they go over to Australia yeah. to speak to him we'd lost Alan Ball and the team had broke yeah. up after 1970 so it was all about the hard luck story ourselves growing up at school and um we had that semi-final obviously against you guys where Brian Hamilton the, the, the goal gets disallowed by Clive Thomas so then, it's like you lose again or you win again. What's who's that by? That's Hot on. Chocolate. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. So that's on. Yeah. Next minute, Howard comes in. He's got the kid. He brings the magnificent seven in, seven signings, and Southall's one of them, but the others don't really yeah. work. And um, you know he's under pressure. And then we're playing, uh, we're playing you in the, the derby, and he brings Glenn Keeley on loan from yeah, Blackburn. Yeah. He's had all the lads are standing going, oh, he doesn't look right. This guy. He lasted twenty minutes, got sent off. And then we get B5-0. Mm. So then you're an embarrassment comes in my madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's so it's all linked to So it's all linked to, all linked to, to Keith, Keith's done it really. Yeah. He's picked tunes he likes, but mm. it's cleverly done. Yeah. And then gradually... And as iconic we tunes at the time well, as well. Well, they are, well, you know. Yeah. And it's hard to clear them, isn't it, those tunes? Because you'd have to go to madness as management, wouldn't you? And, well, well, and the publishing company. Well, he's so got, yeah, he's no got the OK. Well, I, I believe so. Okay, I remember Rob, Rob talking about that. better There was an awful lot he wanted to include, and it's just so expensive. Well, yeah, that's the problem, no, there's a, quite a bit of footage on Beatles. it. Yeah, no Beatles on yeah. it. Well, I think yeah. he was, I think there was so about putting the Elton John one on. I guess that's why he called the Blues, yeah. but I don't think that made it. Again, so maybe he knocked yeah. it back because we got yeah. we beat them in the cup final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could well have been. Yeah, it could well have been. Yeah. So then after so after the film was, was in the can, there were songs that they wrote the whole album of like songs, original music. Keith um, 
a friend of ours, Paul Mason, uh, who's got a band called Vile Assembly, who keeps involved. Yeah, I know Paul, he's Dave, lad, yeah. Dave Feely yeah. and uh, Kathy's involved and um, Simon Britton. So really, there was a bit of legs in, let's try and get a song out. So um, they approached Evan a community in the club and said, look, you know, it's coming up to Christmas. We'd like, do you want to put a song? It's called Everton Forever. Um, would you like us to put it out for the community so they have proceeds for the People's Place, which is the ongoing mm. mental health charity um, they've got. So Karina Duffy does a lot of work, fantastic work for the community, has got a, um, a choir every Wednesday. So we, we set, it, set it up to make a video, but the time, it's all about timing. And, you know, we just got beat by Leicester last minute of the game. Yeah. Um, on the, I think it was at the first of December. That was a Sunday. Got so that's the Sunday. The yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So we'd organised. So we'd organised the video. We'd organised the video for the Wednesday, yeah. which is the night you were playing Napoli. And on the Monday, mm. we got the draw of the FA Cup. You and you go. I think we're cursed here. Yeah. So like Duncan turned up kindly because he's a friend of Kareen and he's, he's always supports the Everton community. So it was a terrible time really to ask him Evertonians. Look, there's a song coming out about Everton here for Christmas. It's the last thing you want. So. Then we got beat by you guys, and then uh, mm. Duncan gets in. the job. Yeah, yeah. So what should we, we should have changed the name. Should have called we're it Meat Pie Sausage Roll. Yeah, chicken and chips. Number one guaranteed. And then obviously Duncan gets the yeah. job. He's on the video. He's turned up with the choir. It's lovely, yeah. and um, we go and beat Chelsea three-one, mm. which is the same score as like Howard's first game Birmingham. when we yeah. beat Birmingham three-one. Yeah. So and there's a lot of links really because um, it come out. Obviously, going to this number nine place, Ray Parr's place, Lil and Howard used to go yeah. every week. Yeah. I'd give them a lift quite a bit. And um, Lil actually phoned them the night before and, and gave Duncan Howard's watch to wear, you know, for yeah, that game. that's right, yeah. yeah so yeah. he's got his watch on and on one hand. Wristband, and, and he's got his uh, sweatband on yeah, the other. Sweatband, mm. yeah. So that was lovely, that really. And, and yeah. another little story, which... Yeah, I don't think it's out there, but it's... We, we used it for Dave's you know. book. <laughs> I know, well, we've got to talk about something to take our eye off the game. Is that, is Howard gave... Uh, sorry, Duncan gave Howard his last ever sweatband he wore for Everton. Really? Mm. The last ever game he played. So it's been quite nice. I mean, Christmas turned out OK for Everton with getting 11 points out of, you know, 15. Because mm. really, we, we we were in the bottom three. Oh, everyone we were struggling. more fixtures and thought, well, that's yeah. it. That's the last Well, we thought things, we'd right? go... It's not not actually, interestingly enough, you can throw a blanket over 19th place and 11th place still. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, a very, yeah. very precarious Well, there's nothing place. between the teams, is there? Apart from City and Liverpool, yeah, yeah. the rest of them can beat each other. Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Well, just briefly before before we move on, you talk about the Duncan Ferguson thing. There was a moment there, wasn't there, when 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 passion and, uh, and, and pride for the club and everything took over and, and the fans were thinking, you know, get him in, get him in, Duncan. Was there ever a situation... As Blues, where you thought he can be the manager, or was it always a case of this is very, very nice, but we need? Well, personally, I, I mean, it, I thought it was fantastic that he, caught, he had less than two days yeah. prep to do it. You know, he's gone in, he's got, he got the, he obviously played four four two, a bit like when Moyes come in. It was a very similar time. You know, you get back to basics, you work hard. A bit like <clears> what you were, um, the Sheffield United was saying, you work harder and run more than the opposition and tackle. You, you've got a bit of a chance. So he'd set us up with two up the front of up because so many times we've got uh, one forward. 
so he's isolated. Mm. It's a bit like I don't know what he's going to do on Sunday, really. You know, Ancelotti, it begs a question. Yeah. He's, he's sort of, do you go at Liverpool and then you can concede two or three goals? You need to stay in the it game. It depends how much Liverpool team you're facing. I, yeah, 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 I, think, yeah. I think it depends on the team. Yeah. It yeah. does. I mean, last night, but last night was 18 seconds from Alisson picking up the ball to a goal in the yeah. back of their net. That yeah, second goal. Yeah, but yeah. as a blue, he, he, he sort of galvanised the the club and the fans really we need, I think at a time that, you really need at a time we need yeah, that, that's a short term fix that's short term he, he, he said that, he said said that himself he, yeah, yeah he said that so. himself yeah. I think it was good that he said that himself because yeah. I think a lot of, because it, it is a, you are torn then as a fan aren't you because yeah. it's almost like your loyalties to your club are being tested and then it's well, a case of do you get someone in or do you go with him well it's like Ollie going to isn't it you know we, yeah. I think most United fans are regretting that oh, singing absolutely. that song all the way yeah. through games absolutely. putting pressure on the uh, yeah. well, on the head, isn't it like, yeah. I think he's a prime example when you look at Oligon Solskjaer and United's mm. predicament at the moment. I look and I look at it with utter glee because <laughs> what you've got there is you've got a guy who who can beat City and then get beat by Wofford and yeah. that team will win one and then they'll lose one and then yeah. they'll draw one and then they'll win one yeah. and that will get them nowhere for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, and and, yeah. and from yeah. from a Liverpool point of view, it is great oh, because great, yeah. because they. They screamed for him to get that job when mm. you know the board didn't. No. You know that board's gone. No. This isn't right, Dave. Mm. And that's heart ruling head in it. And, yeah. and it's the board have gone. Well, we can't really. The guy's winning all the yeah. time. We can't mm. not give him the job when you just the want, Pochettino or the world is going to come in. You just want them to win the odd game, don't you? That's so what, it that, keeps exactly them in. Like what's the Man going City on. game was perfect. So you don't that's mind them being seventh or eighth. No, uh, that's what I'm saying. That, that's what's that, perfect yeah. about it because I watch it with glee because he's doing a bit and then he's not doing a bit. He's doing a bit and it's worse because United fans are watching some of the worst performances. It's the hope. That kills them. It's absolute limbo. They are in total yeah. and utter limbo. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, Which it that's is. what it's been like for us, isn't it? The hope. Oh, it, you know, for, yeah. for, for you're not in limbo. You're in purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Set you up there. We're up here for twenty odd years, but yeah, that's got to end sometime. Do you feel good times coming? Well. What, what, what's been? I mean, Duncan's basically shown what he can do and bring to the party. Because the last couple of years, people are saying, "Well, what's he doing? He's putting his, the sub numbers up and he's sitting there and he doesn't." Yeah. I mean, if you're going to get the best out of him, it's getting him up there and motivating, motivating the team. So it's been a good sort of introduction for him for Ancelotti. Yeah. Well, do you know what? This is what gets the best out of for Everton at Goodison. Mm. Well, like you've heard old players saying, "That's what they hated about coming to our place was we're in your face, we tackle, you know, we mm. get stuck in." Yeah, the big thing is is if Ancelotti gets Everton, that's the well, most important thing. Everton have got Ancelotti, it's whether he gets. Well, I, I think he's well. already starting to get that. His press conference today, uh, he sat down there and he said, mm. right before we start, any Liverpool fans in here? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously a lot of the national well, media. Well, Christmas. Well, Christmas. Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And obviously he goes, oh, quite a few hands there. Yeah. And then Vinnie, Vinnie O'Connor, who works for yeah. Sky, yeah. Yeah. and he goes, uh, no, I know you're not. And he yeah. goes, oh, really? He goes, oh, yeah, I've been told about you. So mm. he obviously he knows yeah. Like, yeah. he's been doing his own work. And he's buying into it. Well, let's just go We'll just look at your your next six games, then we'll move on to the Reds' next six games. So it's obviously the the the, the Derby FA Cup game Sunday. Yeah. Then you've got Brighton at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. West Ham, Mr Moyes back back home inter- again, home inter- again. Inter- interesting. Which that home one, is yeah. he back at now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you got, and that's a way of obviously that's that's at uh, the Olympic Stadium. Uh, then you have got Newcastle. I mean, these fixtures are all interesting fixtures at a time when you could do with these kind yeah. of fixtures, yeah. I yeah. suppose. Uh, Wofford, who you could argue, are on a bit of a on fly a roll, at the yeah. moment, aren't they? Pearson's doing a great job. Will they still be by then? Or will new and then you've got Palace. Arguably, you would say there's the, those one, two, three, four, five before Arsenal yeah. away, yeah. Uh, who again, you know, uh, yeah. maybe start to pick up, maybe not, you know. So, their next six games, they're all kind of doable, aren't they? 
Yeah, I, I mean, think if Ancelotti was given a choice, five of them at least it, it, go. It, it depends on the mindset, doesn't it? Because well, you look at it and you think West Ham, they'll be flying under Moyes. Watford, Pearson's got them going again. Palace can be tricky, but equally, it's not your Leicester's, it's not your Liverpool or Man City's. The games that you should be looking to take points. I from. mean, it was horrible so, December that run oh, of games yeah. we had. So to get eleven points out of them, so yeah, was, it is. It's, 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 it's definitely a run of fixtures that you know we should be targeting. You know, a significant points all from and top half of the table comfortably by then, hopefully. Well, we've got getting back to the yeah. uh, moving back to the Reds. So we've got the obviously the Derby uh, FA Cup on Sunday. Then we've got Tottenham away. Tottenham away, yeah. Who are uh, again? Whether well, again they're in their Chelsea own little, took them apart. They're in their own yeah. little limbo, yeah. aren't they? And I think I think talk about I mean hiding a manager like Mourinho. It's uh, yeah. was yeah. isn't it was an astonishing football yeah, decision, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Unbelievable, you know. And, you know exactly the type of football that Tottenham fans don't really don't want really, to see. I mean, I was I was only saying yesterday when you think of. The force that Tottenham were, were showing signs of becoming mm, yeah. over the last two two seasons, where mm, yeah. they were becoming, they were from a team that you go, ah, yeah, that's only Spurs yeah. too. Spurs something's gone, on, something's gone on the background there because they weren't is, playing for Pochettino, were they? No, they the last weren't. Few games, no, they weren't. Don't whether, know what or not, happened. whether or not Poch has said because there was that story of, of, I mean, the Real Madrid's have been floating in the background and the Barcelona mm. appointments, and whether or not Poch's head went a little bit. You know, you're talking about European European Cup finalists, mm. and then. Going into self-destruct mode, yeah, and, and they're now a team like yeah. United that can win one, lose one. I, th- I think the board have looked at that, and okay, despite everything Poch achieved, uh, didn't actually win anything. No. And so the thing in Malanga, Mourinho, what does he always bring to the table? He brings chaos, but he generally brings trophies as mm. well. Maybe they've looked at that. They want to see, you know. I wonder whether I wonder whether when 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 um, Mourinho lost his job at Man United, that, I think it was one of the times where I looked and thought he feels to me like a manager who 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 isn't in this game anymore mm. he mm. doesn't get the game anymore it's passed him by mm. it has, it's yeah. gone it's yeah. moved it's on it's, it's, it's gone from from his style of football to Guardiola and Klopp yeah. hasn't it yeah. Yeah. which is totally offensive yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. and also relies on you being able to improve players yeah. uh, and I, I, I've discussed this before about the fact that one of the Klopp's many attributes and one of the incredible things about him is there's not one Liverpool player you can say has gone worse under Klopp he, mm. he has brought on every yeah. single player yeah. Yeah. Mm. he's advanced them as mm. players um, and I think to play the kind of football that him and Guardiola does you have to do that yeah, you have yeah, to have yeah. total reliance mm. on your players and I don't think Mourinho can do that anymore he's been used to opening checkbox isn't he yeah. and saying I'll buy him I'll buy him I'll buy him he won't get that at Tottenham no. he won't mm. get that at Spurs so they're looking like an interesting proposition, but but one that I think we can easily overcome yeah. there. Then we've got United at home. We've got United at home. Parking the bus job, isn't it? Again? Yeah, yeah, you know. it will be. Um, Ollie's the wheel. Um, Wolves away. Yeah, it's a tough one. That, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's tough one. Of the lot, that's your toughest, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and yeah, and yeah, Watford beat them. Yeah. Mm. An extra, you know, it's almost as though. Yeah. I think that's probably the reason why Liverpool are so far ahead. It's the consistency, isn't it? That's well, lacking in a lot of other clubs. Well, I was obviously over Christmas. You're watching games, and I, I was at a family um, do on the Boxing Day, and you think, "Well, you've been away on that World Championship. You come back and you're playing Leicester. Yeah. I thought that would be a banana skin, and mm. they just couldn't get the ball. They didn't touch the ball. He didn't get a kick of the ball. Did he? It was just, I mean, yeah. that was a really good. So, what I was talking to someone who said, it's, it's it, what you got to remember about about the, uh, the the World Cup game, the, the World Club Championships, is is it's it's like. It's like going away for a week. You're playing yeah. games, but it's a it's a great team team bonding experience. Yeah, it's like yeah. a midwinter break. Yeah. It's like a midwinter yeah. break, and, and they've come back. Although Liverpool aren't usually known for coming back from breaks and doing very well, yeah. uh, as last season's Leicester game, funny enough, was 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 the one that was a banana skin for us. Uh, we've got Southampton, and then Norwich. Mm. Uh, so interesting uh, and interesting yeah, so the next, the next two or three games uh, I say pivotal I mean you're so far ahead now at any of them pivotal yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you can get through them with the kind of results that you've been achieving this yeah. season already mm. it's a procession then yeah. Yeah. but we thought these you know Leicester 
Wolves. Yeah. Mm. I mean, United. We yeah. thought they, you know, there was a banana skin there, maybe. Yeah. But I, think I think it was, it was the time schedule, right? wasn't it? I think it was the time. And I mean, I did, we did a pod before, before this mad December run where it was, you know, 12 games in God knows how many days. And, 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 and I think that was the time when we thought, well, you know, if we're going to slip, not I'm not saying we're not going to slip. I'm not saying uh, none of us are. I mean, the idea that this we Liverpool, might draw one. Yeah, you know, might, sooner or later. Sooner and we want to be on now 37, 37 unbeaten. You know, 19 out of 20 wins. You know, it's just it's it's incredible. a phenomenal. It's a phenomenal. Just, it's you know, it's, it's, it's all Don't forget, other teams are gonna. City yeah. are going to drop points. You're, you're two games you know. away from matching or beating the best ever starter Premier League season. Yeah. Man City did that where they won, was it 20 of the first 22 yeah. games? Yeah. You know, mm. Last one, drew one. Mm. And you, you've got yeah, two yeah. matches now. Yeah. If you win one and draw one of the next yeah. two games, you've beaten that record. Mm. Yeah. And they got over 100 points that season, so you're on target. So the, 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 the they're on targets for 110 yeah. points, which is yeah, just yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, the, it's 85 out of 87 points. But is that I, six clean sheets or something on the run? The six clean sheets, isn't it? I'd be happy with a hundred. I would, <laughs> I would, I would, you know. We're gonna, we might have to double that. So you don't need the FA Cup as an unnecessary distraction. Yeah, you can let that yeah. one go. <laughs> Either way, it no, doesn't... We still want to beat Everton on Sunday, no yeah. doubt about it, but it'd be better, you know, obviously he's got to, he's got to manage the squad and he's got to be thinking of, of spares the next weekend. I mean, but, you know, I think when, when we saw the team sheet against Everton last time yeah. and it being five or six changes, everyone in the pub was going, oh no, it's, you know, what's he doing? He's disrespectful. Mm. And then someone just said, that's the team that beat Barcelona. Yeah. What are you worried about? Yeah, it's all, all those Reds. Yeah, they, gone gone of those days where anyone's doubting Klopp. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All Go those on. Reds fans that Ancelotti was like pointing out in the press room. I saw their faces in the press room before that derby, and they were like, "Oh my God, what's he yeah. doing here?" Yeah, and they were wrong. Yeah. They were wrong. You've got to trust the fella. You've got to get it right. Yeah, yeah. In, in Klopp we trust. Well, yeah. thanks very much, lads. A really interesting one. I enjoyed it very, very much indeed. Thank you very much to Dave Prentice. To Mark Nixon as well. Good luck with the uh, the song as well, mate. Okay, cheers. It's still available. Yeah. It's not just a Christmas song, so get on it, Evertonians. Everton yeah. forever. It's like oh, a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> just for Christmas. It's for uh, Keith. Uh, have you got a website? Did you did you mention well, it's, how, it's on the Howard's Way Film website and um, Everton community and the club of. It's on their website as well. But we'll hopefully David can do a, a link to it later totally after yeah. this or yourselves. Yeah. Excellent. Peter yeah. will. Good chat to you, lads. <laughs> Hope you get absolutely smashed on Sunday. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> and good chat to you. Yeah, and, yeah, and I was, yeah. I've enjoyed it. And uh, don't forget donations to the food bank. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be at the Shankly Gates uh, rather than the Unfair Road, which is, you know, on Sunday. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Thank you very much. Uh, this has been a co pro. It has been, yeah. A co-pro blood I'm going to miss these when we finish this. Well, we keep on doing them, kids. We'll just phone each other up late at night and talk down the phone to each other. Yeah. That'll work. Uh, join us again on our next uh, Poetry Motion and Allied Erosion. Of course, keep following everything on, uh, on the Echo websites and all the podcasts as well because we really enjoy your listenership. Thanks very much, guys. See you soon. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.